Hello and welcome back to Small Screen Stories. This is the daily show. Well, no, it's not daily. It comes to you uh, Tuesdays, Wednesdays and Thursdays. And uh, in this show, we basically talk about all things pop culture related. So that's uh, movies, TV shows, comic books, video games. Uh, most of it is superhero movie stuff. I'm going to be completely honest with you. And uh, before I get started, if you could like and subscribe, that'd be wonderful. Uh, you can also follow us on social media. That'd be really cool if you could do that at Small Screen Co. And you can follow me if you'd like at uh, EJ Lauder. And uh, with all that out the way, let's get right into the news. And that's the, the, the main thing that happened today, as far as I'm concerned, is that uh, Elizabeth Olsen revealed that there's going to be a Luke Skywalker-esque cameo in WandaVision. So this is something that uh, I know a lot of people have been really looking forward to. We've been There's been a lot of um, speculation on uh, across social media. And uh, one of the things that... <laughs> that I personally have been really looking forward to is the potential of seeing someone like Magneto or Charles Xavier or Ultron uh, in this show. Um, Quicksilver as well is another one that's been a, there's been a lot of talk about, which is pretty cool. And um, so what does this mean? Well, it means that she's right, that this could be happening. If, if, you, if you're going to be talking... Sorry, my cat's uh, right next to me and, and is trying to get in. Um, if you're going to be talking about... Uh, about cameos, about Luke Skywalker-esque cameos in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Who who comes to mind? The first person to, for me that comes to mind is Magneto, and I'm going to be talking about that a little later on. But this was an interview she did with um, with TV Line, and in that interview she just revealed that she was basically they asked if they asked if there's going to be a Luke Skywalker type cameo in One Division, and she says yes. And then uh, Jack Schrafer, the um, the showrunner revealed that there are going to be lots of other surprises for Marvel Cinematic Universe fans. So it's really a show that we should all be watching. I know you probably all are, uh, but it's something that I am very, very much looking forward to. And it seems as though everybody uh, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe is really excited about this because it's the first real uh, move. Um, sorry, it's the first project, the first Marvel Cinematic Universe project that's being made with uh, where Marvel has the rights to the Fox characters or the, the, the characters that were originally held by Fox. Uh, so that's exciting. And I'm going to go into some news regarding Kevin Smith, who is a pop culture, well, nerd and someone that's loved in pop culture uh, spheres. Uh, he's, a, uh, he's, made, he's a filmmaker. He's a comic book writer. He's a pretty cool dude. And he has a, he has a, a podcast called Fat Man Beyond. And on that podcast, he actually talked about how there's a possibility that WandaVision could set up um, the, fan the, sorry, the Fantastic Four. And uh, so he talks, this is the quote, five years ago, she, sorry, Monica uh, Rambo, she was used to going into space, apparently, and now five years later, after the blip, they're like, they're not letting people go. Now, when he said, we're concentrating now on the quantum and blah, 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 un un unmanned missions, that smells like Fantastic Four, doesn't it? It smells like they had to shut down, like, the manned missions, and now they're out of it. feels like somewhere in the, the Fantastic Four lies. He's got a point. Why would they stop uh, manned missions into space unless there's been a massive problem and that's what happened with the Fantastic Four they all went into space and then they became well they, they got uh, they ended up being intertangled with some kind of radioactivity or I can't I can't remember exactly the scientific terms I'm going to be honest my Fantastic Four knowledge is pretty much uh, just the movies and in that it doesn't explain it very well it's got radio waves microwaves 
they go through space and get hit by a bunch of microwaves and then turn into the Fantastic Four. No, that's that's not what's happening. Um, <laughs> no, in this, it seems as though they are teeing up the Fantastic Four, which actually means that the Fantastic Four movie won't be an Origins film, which I'm really, really looking forward to. Uh, so, uh, interesting, Andrew... It won't be Tobey Maguire. Uh, I'll tell you why. It's because Tobey Maguire, if he's going to be involved in any movie at all or any Marvel Cinematic Universe project, it will be Spider-Man 3. Uh, I don't think they'll be bringing Tobey Maguire or, or Andrew Garfield into WandaVision. It's just too early, and we were hearing about the, um, the, the, the contracts being signed pretty much after WandaVision was filmed. So I don't think it'll be that. But that's an interesting thought. That is an interesting thought. Thanks, Andrew, for letting me, for, for bringing that up. But um, no, as far as WandaVision is concerned, it seems as though we're going to be seeing kind of, we are, have already seen hints towards the Fantastic Four, as Kevin Smith said there. We're also seeing hints towards uh, characters like Magneto and, uh, and Quicksilver. And that brings me into my next little bit of news, and that's that fans think that Magneto will cameo in WandaVision. So I've seen a lot of this online, and this is basically uh, after um, Elizabeth Olsen kind of started talking about the fact that there's going to be a Luke Skywalker-type cameo in WandaVision. So what does that mean? Well, that means that we're probably going to get Magneto. I'm pretty sure it's Magneto, and I'll explain why. One of the main reasons why I think it's going to be Magneto is because because really of what uh, Paul Bettany said. So Paul Bettany was talking about the fact that this this series gave him the opportunity to work with an actor that he's wanted to work with for a long, long time. A legend, he called him. And if you're thinking about legends, if you're thinking of the fact that Paul Bettany's English, I don't think that legend will be Tobey Maguire or Andrew Garfield. I don't think it'd be Michael Fassbender. I don't think it'd be Evan Peters. <sighs> Who is it? Well, for me, the only real options are two, and that's... Uh, Sir Patrick Stewart and Sir Ian McKellen, you know, Gandalf and, uh, well, Charles Xavier. Um, so, and, and Picard as well, Jean-Luc Picard. Uh, so that they are genuinely kind of in that legendary sphere, uh, whereas other actors like Michael Fassbender aren't quite there yet. So also James Spader is pretty much a legend in, well, TV world he is. But I'll, I'll talk about that in a, in a bit. But yeah, for me, it really makes sense that it's Magneto coming into this. And because Magneto, the character, is so interlinked with WandaVision. So the reason I'm saying that is because in the comics, WandaVision is Magneto's daughter. And one thing I know that's going to happen in this series is that they're going to open up the multiverse. And that, I think, is really going to be Wanda that's going to do that. And I think she's going to do that because she's suffering at the moment. She's really trying to get over her trauma of having lost the two most important people in her lives, Vision and her brother Quicksilver. So what what does that mean? Well, she's going to find any way she can to bring them back, to bring um, those two characters back. She's already We're already seeing that what, what she's doing with Vision, she's basically <laughs> reanimating his corpse. And there could be something very similar going on with Quicksilver, but I think what she's going to be doing is going to be exploring... She's going to be shown how to explore the multiverse, I think, by a character who I do believe will be Mephisto. And I think by doing that, she'll open up the MCU to the multiverse. Therefore, she'll open up the MCU to the Fox universe. And then she'll bring in the likes of Quicksilver, Evan Peters' version, and her father in that universe. 
which would be Magneto, even though we haven't actually seen her character in the, in the 20th Century Fox movies. And I think a, an actor like that is something to be really, really excited about. An actor of Sir Ian McKellen's, Sir Ian McKellen's caliber is to be excited about, is really exciting. So there's all that stuff happening in the background. So then... Uh, loads of people have been going online about who they think is going to be in it. I'm almost not, I'm almost 100 percent sure that it's going to be uh, Kev, uh, sorry Kevin Smith. <laughs> he wishes. Uh, I'm almost 100 percent sure that it's going to be Magneto, and it's going to be Ian McKellen's version of Magneto. But let me know what you guys think about that in the comments. If that if who are you thinking will be turning up in it? Let me know in the comments. Right, moving on and moving on to our exclusive actually, and that's that Wonder Vision is going to see James Spader return as Ultron. So this is really, really fun. Uh, basically, I'll, full disclosure again, this is an actor, uh, sorry, an actor, this is a, a, a source that I hadn't actually worked with in the past, but they gave me so much documentation and so much, they really did, um, they, they, they managed to prove that they are who they said they were. And uh, also they gave me some inf some pretty interesting information and, doc and um, proof, sorry, about uh, the letting me know that what he was saying or what he's saying is the truth and he's basically saying or he is saying uh, that James Spader will return in WandaVision as Ultron so I'll just get up his quote he said James Spader is going to be voicing Ultron again and he will be appearing in WandaVision and then I asked him can you elaborate can you give me a bit more information about what will happen and he was very honest here and he kind of goes into speculative areas and he says he did say look oh so i keep on saying here i'm going to giving it away they did say that um that this as far this is what they'd heard so they said as far as i'm aware ultron will be coming back beyond the uh, won't be coming back sorry beyond the wandavision series all i can offer you that uh, beyond that is my idea of what will happen based on the information i've been given it sounds as though wandavision will bring ultron back in some form along with quicksilver but it could all but it would all, sorry but it'll all be wrong it won't be the right version of quicksilver it'll be the evan peters's version peters version of quicksilver and ultron will be different also but still voiced by james spader this will be a scene in which wanda is trying to deal with the trauma of losing her brother but it won't go to plan again this is what i believe will happen but nothing i've been able to confirm yet so that that he the, the this this source was talking about that particular scene that that's what they'd heard would happen but as far as Ultron's concerned they're like yes definitely coming back and James Spader's voicing the character uh, and then it was brought to my attention that actually if you look if you go onto Google and you and you search for WandaVision uh, which I'll do now and you look at the cast um, there's a particular there are a couple of interesting additions so this is something that I actually really like doing uh, going on to um, <laughs> going on to Google and seeing who they put in the cast so I'll, I'll bring it up here so at the very top there you can see there's Evan Peters right there and then if you scroll down a bit at the bottom there is James Spader uh, voicing Ultron so this is um, again as I as I have said to multiple people online, uh, the the cast list can't be um, edited by people. It's actually an algorithm, so it does go through like supposedly reputable sites and information like IMDb Pro and things like that. But I did check IMDb Pro, and that that wasn't he wasn't on there. But uh, they they do they, that's how it that's how it works. It's an algorithm. It's a it's a robot basically talking about Ultron. It, it is a robot that decides these things. Uh, so 
I think it's happening. This person was very, very convincing. Again, I did say that I hadn't worked with this person before and it was only one. I wasn't able to to, to, to corroborate uh, this person's information, but I'm pretty sure it's happening. And I, I'm pretty sure this is one of the cameos that's coming. That, as it seems as though Jack Schaefer said, she said that it's going to be, there are going to be a lot, a lot of uh, characters coming into this show, which is very, very exciting. Let me know what you guys think about that in the comments. Um, let's just check to see if you've said anything. Nope. Uh, but it's just, um, it's one of those things that I'm really, really looking forward to. This show, episode four, really, really kind of took things up a notch. And uh, that's something that I really love the fact that they're doing this. And it's kind of a, it started off a bit of a slow burn, which is fine. And then episode four really, really got us in the mood to see more of this. But let me know your thoughts in the comments below. Right, moving on to Netflix's The Sandman. So it was actually revealed by uh, Boyd Holbrook, who's playing the Corinthian in Sandman. He was talking to Collider and he basically said that they're going to get multiple seasons of this show. So it's not just a one and done. So he's going to be playing him in multiple seasons. So he said, I think everyone wants the show to continue. I think it's a standard contract, like seven, five years, whatever. We've talked about that. Um, I don't know if it'll all work out. I think it might work out in different blocks of time. But yeah, you definitely want to have some sort of uh, macro idea of how long something's going to last. But I don't want to give away the details of how long. So he's teasing that it's going to be going on for, he said, seven years to begin with and then changed it to five but that's a lot of seasons if that's what they're they're planning but as far as netflix is concerned they do tend to kind of uh cancel things pretty quickly so if they're not doing as well as they want them to to to, to do but i have a feeling that this sandman show is going to be massive i think it's going to be really big the cast list is incredible you've got gwendolyn christie playing lucifer which i think is the best cast like the best casting I could have ever imagined. So I'm really excited about this. But let me know what you think about that in the, thought, in the comments below. Right, moving on and moving on to the movie news now. So that was all the TV stuff. So we've got TV stuff out of the way. So Andrew Garfield is reportedly in Atlanta, which means that he should be filming Spider-Man 3. So this was revealed by uh, someone on Twitter. So it was actually someone that said they delivered food to them. So this uh, this Twitter user said... Uh, I, I delivered food to um, to that guy that played Spider-Man in 2014. What's his name? Andrew Garfield. He said that he was rude. <laughs> uh, but the thing about this is that your tweets are, they are geo-tagged, uh, so geolocated, so that it tells you where, where they were tweeted from. And that tweet was from Atlanta, Georgia. And one thing that's <laughs> the, the biggest thing that's filming at the moment in, in Atlanta, Georgia is Spider-Man 3. So it really does seem, unless this person's lying, but then again, what was the point of lying? There's not really much point at all. Uh, it really does seem as though Andrew Garfield is filming his scenes uh, for Spider-Man 3, which is very, very exciting. I just wish he could have been a bit more courteous to uh, the delivery driver there. It's, it doesn't. It sounds like he was a, not very nice. But let me know what you think about that. Are you excited to see uh, Spider-Man 3? Let me know in the comments below. Right, moving on and moving on to Black Panther. So I, actually this uh, this bit of news uh, I did um, kind of go over a bit yesterday, but I wanted to go over a bit more today. So Black Panther, the Black Panther spin-off series was announced and um, it's rumored to be based around the Dora uh, Milaje, which is the, um, the kind of all-female... Um, well, how can I call them like a, they're not militia, they're like a, a group of, 
well, they're bodyguards, sorry. They're Black Panther's bodyguards. That's what they are. And uh, so apparently, according to Geekosity, Mikey Sutton over there, that the, the show will be really focused around them, which is really, I think, cool. I think that's a good idea. There are also rumors that they're going to be, there's going to be a Killmonger series as well. That was uh, Fandom Wire, I believe, or Popcorn Planet, whichever one uh, that, that, that uh, delivered that exclusive. But it's pretty cool. I, I think I think it's something that they should do, and it seems as though like a TV and area is is the best place for it. But let me know what you guys think about that in the comments. Right, moving on and moving on to Spider-Man Three. So Spider-Man Three's social media campaign is teasing the Hobgoblin. So this is something that's been um, in the kind of a lot of people have been talking about this for quite some time, and uh, they've been talking about how Ned. Uh, um, sorry, uh, Peter Parker's best friend is going to actually become the Hobgoblin in this upcoming, uh, in this in Spider-Man Three. It's going to be the main villain. Uh, so this is actually was revealed or not revealed was hinted at in um, in uh, a fan account. So it's like, let me explain this. So it's Flash Thompson's account on on Instagram, and it's his real account. So it's called uh, Spidey uh, Number One Fan Underscore, and it's actually it's all run by Marvel, and um, the, it's it's fun. It's it's a funny little thing, and th- there've actually been some little Easter eggs from like Spider Man Far From Home in the past on there, and it's actually quite a good place to look if you're looking for. Uh, some information on what's going to happen in the next Spider-Man film. So he did a. Um, so on this they did a like a it's a, what's it called? <laughs> it's like a, a choice thing. You could choose between two characters, and one of them was boring Betty. The other one was boring Ned. And behind Ned, there you could just see that they had uh, drawn a a little hat, a little hobgoblin-esque hat which makes me think that I, I'm pretty sure that he's going to end up becoming the Hobgoblin in this. Of course, the actor, uh, Jacob Batalon, uh, actually went through, has, has lost a lot of weight. Uh, I'm, I think that's probably for health reasons, but also probably for um, a, um, a role. And this role could be to play the Hobgoblin. Uh, I think it kind of makes sense. It's happened before in Spider-Man movies where Spider-Man's best friends are kind of turned against him. And uh, it's it's one of those kind of running things that happens in these sorts of films and especially Spider-Man. So I'm I'm pretty sure it's happening. Let me know what you think about that in the comments below. Right, Kat Dennings has revealed that she's doubtful she'll be in Thor Love and Thunder, which is really upsetting because I think she's great. But it sounds as though she won't be in it. And she said... Uh, that she she hadn't she hasn't got the call. Um, sorry. So this is what she said. So she said, "Well, I have I have no I have not gotten a call, and I kind of doubt doubt it, since they're shooting it right now. So probably not. But anything Marvel ever asks of me, the answer is always yes. So it sounds as though her character won't be uh, won't be in Thor: Love and Thunder, which is a shame. But you know she's in One Division, so we're getting it. We're getting something at least." And finally, the Golden nominate the Golden Globes nominations for 2021 re- were revealed. And you know what? Personally, I think they shouldn't have done them because not enough come out. But then again, they do. I mean, there was a lot of stuff in TV uh, that's come out this year. Basically, all of TV's come out this year. So uh, you can go over to small screen now and have a look at the list. I'm not going to go over all the nominations. But what I will say is that The Mandalorian was nominated for um, Best Television Series, which is great. Um Sorry, uh, and one of one of the things that that really caught my eye was the fact that James Corden has been nominated for his performance in the Prom, which is terrible. His performance in the Prom is awful. Uh, it's really bad. It's bordering on. Um, sorry about that. It's, it's it's bordering on offensive, and 
I'm very surprised that they they did that. They nominated Chadwick Boseman for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, which is great. Uh, it's great to see him nominated. He's up against uh, Riz Ahmed in Sound of Metal, Anthony Hopkins in The Father, Gary Oldman in, in Mank, and Tahar Rahim in the um, in the Mauritian. Yeah, Mauritian. And um, it's the fact I can't believe they nominated The Prom in so many things because it was dreadful that movie. It was really bad. Uh, but you know he, uh, of course, James Corden is hosting the show, so uh, <laughs> kind of, yeah, they, they they're giving him a nomination. It's just the, honestly, the Golden Globes just I, I like it to the to an extent because it's kind of wacky, but I think it's just this is taking it too far because he was awful in that. But Jared Leto was also nominated for The Little Things, which is good. Uh, Sasha Baron Cohen was nominated for The Trial of the, of the Chicago Seven, which is a great film. Um, that got quite a few nominations and then in the TV worlds like The Mandalorian, The Crown, Lovecraft Country, Ozark, Ratchet, Olivia Coleman was nominated for her performance in The Crowd, uh, in The Crown, in The Crowd, uh, Jodie Cormer was nominated for Killing Eve, um, what, one of the funny things was that I think Emily in Paris was nominated for something, I think that was nominated for Best Television Series Musical or Comedy, so of course the Golden Globes does like drama and music, musical or comedy, it basically means they can invite more people, but the thing is, <laughs> they're not going to be having a ceremony, uh, no, no, I mean I'm pretty sure they're not going to be holding a ceremony, I'm pretty sure it's going to be all done online, at least I, I hope so. Um, but yeah, you can go back again. Actually, Lily Collins was nominated for as Best Actress in a Television Series Musical or Comedy, which I just find hilarious. But um, again, actually, I quite liked Emily in Paris, but I don't think it's like nomination level. You know, I, don't, I think I think that's going overboard a bit. Uh, you can go again. You can go onto small screen and have a look at all the nominations there. I just picked out a few that I thought were quite funny. Uh, mainly James Corden. I think is ridiculous that he was uh, nominated for uh, prom, the prom, which just shouldn't have been nominated for anything. It's so bad. But uh, let me know what you guys think about that in the comments below. And with that, I'll say goodbye. Sorry that it was a bit of a slapdash episode this evening. But if you could like and subscribe, that would be wonderful. Uh, if you could also follow Small Screen everywhere, you can see it right there. It's a Small Screen Co. on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And like the page, uh, you know, like and subscribe, like the Facebook page. You can follow me at EJ Lauder. And if you'd rather listen to this um, <laughs> as a podcast, you can. You can find it at uh, Small screen stories uh, and if you're listening on uh, apple podcast then a five star rating would be much appreciated even well i'd appreciate it even if it's you know if it's not really warranted especially for this show this has been a bit of a, a mess and i'm sorry about that but uh, i'll see you guys here tomorrow and tomorrow I'm, <laughs> i'll be much better i'll be on it uh, there won't be uh, audio problems in the first attempt <laughs> and uh, with that i'll say goodbye thank you very much for listening and watching guys and I'll see you tomorrow. Cheers. Goodbye.